This is SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. You know, we often mock millennials for not being able to cope with the rigours of daily life. Well, I'll tell you what, this next generation coming through are a bunch of units. Uh, An eight-year-old boy in India was playing in his backyard and he was bitten by a cobra. Yes, bitten by a cobra. And then it wrapped itself around his hand. And you know what the eight-year-old boy did? Ran, freaked out. No, he bit the cobra twice yeah. and killed it. Oh, <laughs> what? Yes. And they took him to hospital. He was fine. He had some anti-venom and it, it sorted him out. And the cobra, dead. <laughs> Bitten twice by an eight-year-old boy in <laughs> India. Remember the story, oh, it's pretty recent, I reckon, about the two-year-old girl in yeah, Turkey? Yeah, I think She was playing in the backyard and the snake crawled over her face and she bit it and killed it. Yeah. A deadly snake. Yes. Yeah. Step aside, Bear Grylls. There are some new kids on the block here. I, yeah, but, I don't know. I'm curious about this boy. I mean, this is the home of Snake Charming, India. Mm. I'm not sure if he's going to get a job as a Snake Charmer after that <laughs> not performance. Not so charming. Uh, but he has, uh, yeah, bitten the snake uh, twice and killed it. Snakes won't be messing with him anymore. But they're quite common in India, uh, your cobras. I was in India many years ago. In an area called Jaisalmer, which is like North uh, West India. Was that in your credit I, tour? <laughs> no, we're, <laughs> we were filming ads for Forex beer, actually. Oh, God, what a time to be alive. Yeah, it was, it was good fun. Anyway, we were staying in this hotel and I went to go for a swim in the hotel and there was a cobra at the end of the pool. <gasps> like Not how, in the water. How long? Just out. Uh, what? How long was the cobra? Oh, I don't know. Been there a couple of hours, I guess. <laughs> And <laughs> was, was in a deck chair sitting in a cocktail. Looked very relaxed. <laughs> I think I was reading a John Grisham novel. Oh, yeah, and... <laughs> just having some time up to himself. <laughs> John Grisham. I mean, no, I reckon Cobra's like Matthew Riley. <laughs> well, Snake... so? <laughs> it was 2002. Come on, it was John Grisham. Snakes need holidays too. I was reading the and... Celestine Prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about to have a dip. Another snake was rubbing sunblock into its back. <laughs> <laughs> Did it catch a plane there? <laughs> Snakes on a plane. They were having an argue over passport expiry dates. I don't know what was going on. But it was a, <laughs> I wonder if they're talking a, about it on Snake Radio right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. For those, dead, for those two dead snakes, yes. embarrassing for them. Imagine yeah. being at the snake funeral. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> How did he die? Bitten to death by a human. What? Oh. Isn't that out? We meant to... Oh. That's very embarrassing. <laughs> Poor kid. Uh, <laughs> there was a cobra, true story, yeah. at the end of the pool. Right and I've gone straight back inside and I've said to... Is this to story this, still going? Sorry. Go. at the hotel. Mm. I said, there's a cobra out of the pool. And they've gone, oh my God, sorry, sir. We'll go and sort that out. Mm. So this bloke just calls over another staff member. They don't phone out to a professional snake catcher. He goes, can you go and get rid of the cobra? And you, I, the look on this bloke's face said... No, I don't want to go and get rid of the cobra, but <laughs> since you've asked me to. Mm. So I've watched through a window. This bloke's tried to herd this cobra <laughs> off the premises, and he really just kind of chased it out the <laughs> gate. Mm. Like, see you later. And then they come back inside and say, sir, it's gone there. You can go back to swim. I said, I'm never swimming in that pool <laughs> in a million years, mate. Well, there's a cobra just hanging out the fence. Mm. Anyway, the cobra had a lovely holiday. Gave it five stars on TripAdvisor. So. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM.
it's not something I've, I'm proud of. I'd like to be better at it. I'm not good with financial management. I don't, I don't like to set budgets. I don't mm. like to, I, yeah, I, I don't. What's that thing they say? Failing to plan yes, is. Planning to fail. To exactly. Fail. Yes, and yes, so yes. my husband decided to help me and to help the family um, yep. that he would call in a financial planner. She'd helped um, friends of ours. Um, and I thought, well, are you here of people who have like, Share portfolios and, you know, they, whereas I, if I have any extra money, if I'm lucky mm. enough to, I'll buy some shoes or something. <laughs> so it's a, are the shoes an investment? Are yeah, you buying well, labels like, that will increase in value? No, but that's what Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> says. I, I like my money where I can see it in my closet. So right. he's not happy about that. And I thought, well, I know that I need help. I acknowledge this is an area that I'm not good in. Now, mm. in preparation for this meeting, we had to do some homework and that included um, listing the family budget, how much money we spend on food and, yep. you know. Yep. Uh, and he said, I don't, he said, I don't really know how much you spend. Can you let me know how, what you might spend a month on miscellaneous? Sure. And I said, Mi- no. <laughs> <laughs> Mis- miscellaneous. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> budget item, by the way. <laughs> miscellaneous. <laughs> Causes a lot of troubles, old miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I genuinely don't know. Like I'm, I'm not a massive spender. I'm, I'm pretty good. And as I said, I'm, I'm selling clothes at the moment. So then I'm like money in, money out. I don't, I said, yep. I don't know. And then the, so he left it blank. And then the financial planner said, what do you spend? I said, I don't know. I could go through my credit card, but I feel like that would be alarming. That would require work. I would require time and then perhaps some Ugh. self-reflection and I don't like self-reflection. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that was one big cross against the name. So I still have to go through my credit card and actually be accountable for my spending. And then I thought, mm. okay, well, if I do manage to save money and, and, and bring back what I'm spending, what should we do? Should we invest? And she said, no. She said, um, what are you doing for life insurance? I said, I don't know. Life insurance is covered in superannuation. <laughs> and I don't plan right. on dying any time soon. Then she goes, okay, what about income protection? I went, no, I don't have that. What about trauma mm. cover? I don't have that, that either. Yeah. And she looked yeah. at us, she looked us up and down and she knows how old we are. And she oh. said, you guys are prime, get a disease and die <laughs> age. All <laughs> oh, right. So this is a, hang on, financial advisor or motivational speaker? Who She's are you? Like the, Who are you seeing? She goes, at your age, you're very at likely your at your age to have something seriously go wrong with you. And you could possibly die or be unable to work at any minute, basically. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You need to sign up right now. She kind of implied that there could be something, you know, a cancerous growth inside us at the, at right now. That could be killing us, and we need to oh. insure against that. Well, if you've already got it, it's too late to insure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gonna... <laughs> you, you need it to arrive in the future. But, but that's not the kind of meeting I wanted. She basically said, stop but... buying shoes and you're going to die. And then I had to pay it. <laughs> <laughs> SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. We are on the cusp of another magnificent summer of cricket as the sun finally decides to shine around the state as well. Uh, And all your cricketing needs are satisfied on Fox (laughs) Cricket this summer. And I'll tell you who's front and centre. The star of the game on Fox Cricket is our next guest, superstar Australian cricketer, Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, mate. (laughs) Good morning to to the two of you. I like your reference to the sun there. It's always handy when it's summertime and the sun comes out. (laughs) But uh, I know technically we're not even into summer yet, but cricket's here and there's been a lot of water around, hasn't there? So... Uh, hopefully that's cleared away and we can rip into an exciting uh, exciting season. 
Gilly, were you, you're a man who loved to play cricket. Were you happy to play in the rain? Were you ever annoyed when they made you walk off? I was more than happy to walk off when it was raining, particularly when we were fielding. <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> but there's hard, too much hard yards out there in the field. But um, ah, it's frustrating for everyone, isn't it? And what cricket tends to do, as uh, many keen observers would know, is they, they tend, it can stop raining, but they all stand around and look at it and arm um and arm ah and wonder whether to play again. <laughs> it's like, just yep. get out there and play again. Like, <laughs> anyway, that's cricket. And then, and then we'll play for 15 minutes and then go off for a lunch break for 40 minutes. Yes. Uh, I love, is, love yeah. it. Go and have some cucumber sandwiches. Isn't that <laughs> what you guys yeah, um, rebels, rebels. So Lemo yeah. just said, uh, satisfy our cricket needs. Kelly, I don't know if I have any cricket needs. Oh, Convince me on, of my oh, need to be satisfied on. with cricket. Because I just kind of feel like the Australian team's been shrouded with nothing but controversy, to be honest, <laughs> oh. the last couple of years. Well, you, there's, no, there's nothing you desire from a cricket coverage that's going to fulfil your summer, Beck, at well, all, anything you can think of. Well, um, oh, Adam Gilchrist. <laughs> Here oh, we there go. go. There you go. We're going to have it in spades this year. I've decided I've ambushed the marketing department. I'm on the front and centre of every promo. So, uh, no, it's uh, – well, we'll see what we can do. Yes, the Australian team been a bit going on. There always seems to be a bit going on around mm. that team uh, in recent years, and it's sort of no different. More, more on-field issues to start the summer this year, Beck. They, mm. they haven't quite um, mm. filled the needs and desires of Australian supporters to, right. to get through and be successful, but yeah. I'm sure they'll come good through the summer. Hey, Beck, the West, West Indies mm. and South Africa are the touring teams. Anything there appealing to you? Um, <laughs> the, the Windies. Um, I, know they're, I know they're called the Windies. Um, <laughs> I, that's all I have. <laughs> can, can you remember, Beck? I'm wondering whether you remember back in the days of World Series cricket, what colour the West you Indies You don't have to speak wore. so slowly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were in blue. No. No, that's no, England. They were in the salmon pink, oh, which okay. was a wonderful contrast. Brian Lara. Was, uh, yeah. Ah, well, oh, well here done. we go. Heck, now we're talking. We, 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 we've got Bri- the great Brian Charles Lara on our commentary got team it. this year. Oh, so there we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that we've found a touchstone for Rebecca Morse, uh, Adam Gilchrist, can you hang around? Because my son is about to walk into the studio. He wants to interview you next. Oh, yeah. What sort of mood's he in? I'll, yeah, right. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. You know what I said to Limo in the meeting? I said, we need more cricket. We need more yeah. cricket on the show because I'm a very big fan. So we have Adam Gilchrist on the line and he's about to be tough talked by a little laddie Lehman. Uh, how are you feeling about that, Gilly? Yeah, somewhat nervous. I think um, I heard he's a little bit grumpy today, but we'll oh, see. I'm yeah. prepared to take it on. All right, wheel him in. Okay. Tough talk. Hey, Adam Gilchrist from Fox Sports. Are you ready to talk tough? Oh, I, I am. Sounds like there's some good attitude there, but let's go, buddy. You have big ears. Does that mean that you have a good hearing? You, you, you make a fine point, laddie. I didn't know I had big ears until my mum one day said, do you want those pinned back? Oh. And that's the first time I noticed, but I, 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 I'm surviving, mate. I'm growing into them slowly. Oh, yeah, I thought so. My dad has big ears, but he never hears mum. <laughs> oh, well, righto, mate. Righto. Not here to tough talk me. We play the West Indies in this test series. Can you remember when they were good? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, bloody, I've got Brian Lara on our commentary team. I won't let him hear this, but um, you're right, mate. They're probably not what they used to be, but uh, hopefully they'll fire a shot this summer. Is it called test cricket because it's a test of my patience? 
<laughs> Patience wasn't a thing I had, buddy. But, uh, but uh, this is good. You're, you're probing, aren't you? You, you go deep. Yes. <laughs> if the result is on day five, why should I go on days one to four? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I reckon Bex put you up to these questions. Why is our team, 20 team, so rubbish? Oh. Oh, yeah, they weren't up to it this year, were they? Well, World Cup winners last year, but, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. They just Maybe the others just improved a bit, but, geez, ruthlessly tough question, do you? I, yeah. I won't let Pat yeah. Cummins hear these. Can you make a comeback? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, good. <laughs> I'm playing Junior Blasters cricket. Any tips? Junior blasters, mate, swing as hard as you can. Don't worry about, you know, coaches will tell you to block it and have good technique. <laughs> slog, buddy, just slog. Right, I love it, yes. You recently did some acting on Pete Hellier's TV show. How did you sing that went? <laughs> oh, you tell me. Put it this way, I haven't been asked back, so I reckon I know how it went. <laughs> yeah, Dewey's out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Adam Grillkiss from Fox Sports. Thanks for talking tough. Tough talk. Ah, oh, I loved it, champion. Go well, mate. <laughs> All right, now get out here and get to school, you little yeah, scamp. Yeah, go away. <laughs> uh, Gilly, thank you, mate. And you can catch Gilly and the team for all your T20 and ODI series coverage on Fox Cricket, of course, available on Foxtel and KO Sports. Thank you, mate. Pleasure. Great Thanks, chat, Gilly. Bro. SAFM Breakfast. Little Laddie Lehman has done about 40 tough talks over, over, over the last couple of years. Started when he was just four years old. Oh, wow. Uh, and now he's six, of course, just did Adam Gilchrist. But, you know, it's not all plain sailing. Oh. And we're going to lift the curtain here a little oh, bit. Okay. Uh, sometimes he doesn't always get it right. As much as he's a massive fan of Adam Gilchrist, sometimes he has issues pronouncing names. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to play for you for the first time some outtakes from a Laddie Lehman Tough Talk. Mm-hmm. Here I am with him at the start of the Gilly interview, because you've got to get the name right when you interview. Beck, you know this is very important. It is very important. There's not, you get up on the wrong foot if you say the name wrong. Mm. Absolutely. So let's have a listen to my six-year-old son, Laddie Lehman, trying to nail Adam Gilchrist's name. Hey, Adam Gilchrist. Hey, Adam Grillkiss. <laughs> hey, Adam Grillkiss. <laughs> hey, Adam Grillkiss. <laughs> hey, Adam. Hey, Adam. Gil. Gil. Christ. Chris. Hey, Adam Gilchrist. <laughs> Adam. Adam. Gilchrist. Gilchrist. Gil. Gil. Christ. Christ. We play the West Indies this test series. <laughs> we play the West Indies from this series. Hey, Adam Gilchrist from Fox Sports. Are you ready to talk tough? <laughs> yeah, he got it in the oh end. Oh, my gosh, do you coach him? Yeah, are you the... Oh, oh. wow. It just, he was having just issues with that, that name. So that's the one. Okay. Normally, I leave oh, them alone yeah, in a room yeah, together yeah. for their tough talks, oh, okay. but... Uh... SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. You know, uh, if you've got a teacher in the family, like my mum's a teacher, and they have a naughty kid by a particular name, and then for their whole life, like a a Jaden or whatever is just ruined because they had that one naughty Jaden. Sorry to choose the name Jaden to all the Jadens out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm hearing you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so a teacher has, on TikTok, of course, because that's where everything goes viral, listed her names of the naughty and nice kids. So listen oh, up. you probably okay. got the kids just out of the car at school drop-off, but these are the <laughs> smart or nice kids, yeah. How many names on each list? About ten. Mm. Oh, right, okay. Do you want to guess I was going to ask, say, give us a name and I'll guess whether they're naughty or nice. Um, but perhaps yeah, let's it just might be a bit harder if there's that many. Yeah, talked yeah. about that in the break if you wanted to do it. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Perhaps for the planning meeting earlier. That would have been a good it's chat at 5.30 this toasty. morning. <laughs> <laughs> the nice list. Olivia, Chloe, Anthony. Oh, there we go. Thank there you. There you go. Abby, yep. Timothy, Lucy, Justin and Sarah. They all sound nice. They do. Yes. Uh, naughty. Oh, okay. Naughty list. Jonathan, oh. Isabella, Arabella, Emily, oh, yeah. Emma, Kyle, Jeremiah, Joshua, and Elijah are the naughty kids in the class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All adds up to me. There's no, there's <laughs> Makes no, perfect sense. There's no Rebecca. All right. Now, what? you know the food collabs, like companies that try and smoosh these two things together that shouldn't actually go together? Ah, uh, that's annoying. Why are they doing these things? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if there's a certain taste if, you like, just combine it in your own mouth. <laughs> we can combine it ourselves, exactly. All right. Tuna's the, tuna's the worst at this. Yes. They put it, just, just tuna, mate. Just tuna. Lemongrass we'll, and ginger. Yeah, we'll mix it with all that other stuff if we want. Sauce. Okay, well, Coles has really taken the cake. This made me vomit a little bit in my mouth, to be honest, but I don't like a roast chook at the best of times. I feel like, I mean, I don't eat roast chicken, but I remember when mum used to take it home in the car, the whole car would stink like a chook for a week. Yeah. Um, it was good. Yeah, the smell of a roast chicken is good, though. I love yeah. that smell. Feet. It smells like feet. No, it doesn't. It does. What about fish and chips in the car? Were you happy with that? No. Oh, the hot chips is okay. Just not the fish or yeah. pizza or fast food. <laughs> anyway, I just, I'm just. i going to carry it home on the roof rack of my car so my All car right. smell like fast food. All right. I mean, Beck just loves the smell of foie gras <laughs> in the car. Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> just pop champagne in my car. Okay, Cole has released a roast chook and it's... Stuffed with cheese and Vegemite. Yeah. No. 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 Look, I'm I'm tempted. Yeah. I'm tempted to have a go at this. I just they've hooked they've hooked me in. But a Vegemite I'm is interested. a breakfast spread, and a chook is like a a meat like a lunch or a dinner. You can't mix them. It's a breakfast spread. Says who? Yeah. Says no. Says oh, says you and your rules. Been constrained <laughs> by your rules, are we? Don't tell me when I can and can't have Vegemite. Okay, I just feel like I'm feeling for the chicken. The chicken didn't choose to be stuffed with Vegemite. The chicken's life has been wasted. News news flash for you. You know when the chicken's stuffed with Vegemite, it's no longer with us. Sadly, the chicken's moved on. That's sad. (laughs) So much about this story is sad. Well, it's not as sad as stuffing a chicken with Vegemite while it's still alive. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. I know Meghan Markle is a very uh, divisive character. A lot of, I know, women don't like her. I personally like her. I love the way she's pushed back against the establishment. I think she's had a very tough time. My only criticism of, of her is when she said she wanted to avoid the limelight and then has tended to seek the limelight. That's probably mm. my only feedback if I was to sit down with it. Tough to avoid the uh, limelight going on Oprah. Yeah, yeah. 
That's like, that, yeah. that's the absolute worst <laughs> yeah. thing you can do if you want to avoid the limelight. Yeah, avoid the limelight and attention. Apart from that, I I love what she stands for and how outspoken she is and how she pushes back. Uh, she has launched a podcast called Archetypes and her latest one is about the B word. I can think of many words that begin with, oh, I don't know, let's just go with the letter B. Beautiful, blessed, brilliant, beguiling, blissful, bedazzling. And yet when you hear someone say the B word, <laughs> I think we're all clear that none of the words that I just said is what they're talking about. I do feel like she's reading me a children's book there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doing a meditation. I do as well. Yeah. I know. But also... <laughs> I feel like she's trying to be philosophical there, but all of those words are really positive, so you can say the whole word. Whereas the B word, you okay. know, it's like that's how the we B word, describe the B swear word is words. Bitch. I think we can okay. say yes. that. Right. Um, yes. And I do remember, and I was tr- I was trying to remember exactly how this went, and someone might be able to remind me if I've missed a bit that if you got called the B word at school, you'd go, yep. "A bitch is a female dog." A dog is an animal, an animal's part of nature, nature's beautiful, so you're calling me beautiful. It was a kind of a long comeback to a boy who yeah. called you a bitch. That's a, it's a long bow, that one By there, that if, they're, if they're still hanging around. He'd run away in the classroom. But I know for a fact that there would be people who've, who've referred to me in that word uh, before, and I think that's probably mm. because I've disagreed with them or I've been opinionated or I've been difficult. I'm sure most people have, uh, or most men don't tend to get called that much, but uh, I'm sure most women have been called that at some point in their lives. (laughs) But Limo, I'm going to pick up on exactly what you said. Men are not, well, I mean, it's a word that's that's gender specific, but the qualities that mean that a woman is called a bitch, like you might call your your female boss a bitch, and that might be because she's direct with you. She's forthright. She's opinionated. She doesn't take any nonsense. But if you yeah, if a sure. male boss is like that, they those are, are qualities that are legend. In. Yeah. Super, superstar. Oh, he's tough. He's tough but he's oh, fair. Yeah, yeah. He's a unit, don't mess with him. Exactly. Good bloke will have an out over a couple of beers Friday night. <laughs> but if a female boss is like that with you, then she's a bitch. So mm. and, and also and difficult. Maybe you're difficult because you disagree because you have a different opinion. It doesn't make you a bitch. It doesn't even make you difficult. It just makes you strong willed. Mm. So there's just one bit in your story I just need clarification. So it's not a story. You, 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 <laughs> Mate, no, careful. just what careful. you were saying then. You said female boss. I'm just calculating that. No, that's a red flag, mate. That, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, I know you're making. I know you're making. A I joke know that your that is your wife. Yeah, I know your wife is the boss of your household. Oh so, my yes. god, is she ever? Exactly. <laughs> She's not listening to this. SAFM breakfast. SAFM. A woman in Arizona, in the states, Mary Flip. Her name is. Good, strong name, Mary Flip. Uh, she has just turned 101. 101. Oh, Can you imagine? As long as you got your wits about you, uh, yeah. it'll be fine. 101 years old. And as they do every time, whenever yeah. someone uh, turns 100 or 100, any, anywhere over 100, people always say, what's your secret to a long life? Yeah. And everyone has a different answer. Mary Flip chimed in by saying it was tequila. Mm. <laughs> uh, was the secret to her... Uh, I don't know if she does the salt and the lemon or if she just has a sip of tequila. <laughs> she plays the music as oh, well. I hate tequila. I'm an animal on tequila. It doesn't mm. end well for me. Okay.
Yeah, it's a, it's a good way to fire your evening mm. up. Uh, so we've gathered together a whole bunch of examples of things that people, when they turn 100 mm-hmm. or more, what they've said. These are the secrets to a long life. Your secret. My secret. Yeah. The tequila. Be sure and do my exercises. At the moment, I'm studying Pilates. Because I didn't get married and have kids. <laughs> Take a nap many times as I can. I tell everybody I'm a chocoholic, and I have a whole table full of chocolate now. <laughs> I never smoke. Walking is very important. I try to walk every day. Get enough sleep, eat a good meal. Eat spaghetti. I like spaghetti with <laughs> sauce. You make it, though. <laughs> there we go. So we had uh, tequila, exercise, Pilates, no kids, uh, chocolate, walking, good sleep, and spaghetti, mm. home-cooked spaghetti. You've got to cook it uh, yourself. That's hard when you're 100 to cook it. Well, she managed to, she's pulling it off still. Mm. Uh, so we're going to the phones this morning on 131060. If you lived until you're 100, mm-hmm. what is the thing that when you're asked, what's your secret? What would you say? Now, I guess another way of saying that is, what's that thing you do every day? Or what's the thing you would love to do every day mm. until you're a hundred? Rebecca mm. Morse? Uh, strong coffee, strong men. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <So> that's... <laughs> no, that's only because it, when you, they want you to give a funny news grab when you're old. And that would, oh, right, and that would okay. go viral if I said that because I'd be old and it'd okay, be funny. So, all right, but in, I like it. This is so imagine yeah, you're being interviewed by the TV station. Yeah. You're yes. 100 years old. What, what, are, you, what are you going to say? I like that. That's great. What are you going to say? Yeah. So, yeah, so Rebecca Morse, you're turning 100 today. Yeah. Uh, what's your secret? Strong coffee, <laughs> strong man. Bit of an American accent there with your age. Mr. Levin, congratulations. You're 100. What's your secret to a long life? Oh, well, thanks for asking there, you young whippersnapper. Yeah, no problem. My beautiful wife, Kelly, oh, all right, we don't she have all allowed day. me to watch at minimum of four hours sport every single day. Oh, so, <laughs> sport, four hours <laughs> Yes, minimum four hours per day right. kept me lively. And you don't have to stretch your imagination <laughs> far <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, look at this in Largs North. Tammy has just turned 100. Congratulations, Tammy. What's your secret? Having the best friend. Well, that's nice. It's good. It's important to have a very good best friend. Mm. Uh, Thank you, Tammy. Uh, Let's go to... Oh, Jaden. Look at this. Jaden's just turned 100, guys. Hey, congratulations. Jaden in the southeast. Congratulations. 100 today. (laughs) What's your secret, Jaden? Spending quality time with the family. <laughs> oh, yeah. There That's we friends go. Friends and family. Nice. Very important. That's Lots nice. of birthdays today. Yeah. Shannon in Surrey Downs has just reached 100. Oh, Shannon, oh happy birthday. Happy birthday. What's your secret? Hi, oh, lovey. So my secret today would be to be having a good breakfast. Yep. And yes. no, no bull. Don't tolerate no bull from nobody. Mm. Oh. <laughs> right, mate. Yeah. I think that's great advice for life, Shannon, <laughs> you dear old thing. How are you celebrating your 100th today, Shannon? Oh, I'm going to go down to the bingo and probably throw some bowls around, I reckon. <laughs> Shannon is deeply in yeah, character. I love it. I love, I love it. it. Calling through from the southeast, it's Kirby who turns 100 hey. today. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Kirby. Kirby, 100 today. Good morning, guys. Thank you. Yep. 
What's I, what's your secret there, Kirby? My secret is an apple a day will keep the doctor away or anyone if you throw it hard enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kirby. Oh, well done, that. Kirby. Oh, oh happy birthday. I hope you have a lovely day there. All right. Uh, Frank in Parafield Gardens is turning a hundred. Frank, what's your secret? Cup of coffee every morning. Yep. No matter what. Yep. And a late night drink every night. Oh, there we go. Lovely. Good advice. And, uh, oh, look, another one. What a, this is incredible. Uh, this is Cindy has called through. Cindy, can you hear us okay, Cindy? I can, Cindy? Yes, I'm happy, happy 100th. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, so what's your secret? Bras off Tuesday, pants off Friday. Yes. Oh, there it is. Well done. Uh, well, Cindy, dare I ask, how are you celebrating your 100th today? <laughs> Running around naked. Yes. Oh, well done. Well oh, these done. These are great. Okay, we've got uh, Russell. Oh, Russell. Russell on the line from yeah, um, South yeah. Sydney. Oh, hello. What's your, hi, hi, happy yeah. 100. Oh, gosh, he sounds really old. Sounds, oh, what's your secret to a long and hey. happy life, Russell? Oh, g'day, Beck. There you go, there, love. Oh, it's Russell. Nice, Russell, Russell, Russell. Nice to talk to you, sweetheart. Yeah, the secret to my keeping youthful. Yes. Week, weekly chin wags with Rebecca Morse. Oh, I'll tell you what, that puts a, puts a spring in my step and sure livens me up. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I also like to rub a bit of coconut oil into my... Uh, into your... Into my chest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rub a little bit of Vicks under my nose too. Yes. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> and, yeah, and a little bit, little bit of whiskey, <laughs> and also I like to slay a lion from time to time as well. That keeps me young because I am Maximus Decimus Commander of the Armies yeah. of the North, okay. the right, true gonna... leader of the Western. Se- what? Got, no, I've got to read the news. Russell. We're going to we're going to coincide with me playing the All hang the up best. sound effect. Happy Here birthday! Happy one hundredth, Russell. There it is. Hang Have I hung up? Have I hung up? Yeah, you've hung up. Have I hung up? SAFM breakfast. SAFM. This is breaking news. All right, Rebecca Morse with her very best newsreader voice will read out the lyrics to popular songs. Your job is to identify that song by title and artist. Our two competitors today, Emma in Elizabeth East and Nikki in Salisbury Park. Your names are your buzzers. Good luck. <laughs> this just in. I hate to turn up out of the blue, uninvited, but I couldn't stay away. I Nikki. couldn't. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki, yes. Uh, someone like you by Adele. Oh, good morning. Oh, well done. Good. Well done. Yes. And of course, good you job. are listening out for Adele and Rihanna back to back today. Emma and Nikki, as soon as you hear them, 13, 10, 60, get on the standby list to party in the USA to see Adele and Rihanna mm-hmm. in the States. $10,000 spending money. Very nice. All right. Score check, Limo, please. Uh, it is uh, Nikki one, Emma nil. Nikki, if you get this, you win. <laughs> Emma, you need this one to stay in the game. This just in. Do you believe in life after love? Emma. <laughs> Emma, yes. Oh, uh, oh no, it's so much easier to play along. Um, <laughs> life after love by Cher. Uh, is that the title oh. you're going with there, Emma? What's it, did, no, I guess I the title. Know. The title. Yeah, you've got the you know, title. Title. Have a have a crack, quick. Oh. No, 
That's enough. Uh, nice. Nikki Sadly, gets a free shot. Emma, no, Nikki, you. Sorry, yes. nice and loud. Was that believed by Sher? Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah, well done. Yeah, Good job. All yours, Nikki. That's it. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. Dex I never know what to watch on television. You know, when you finally have a minute and you sit down, and you go, I don't know what series to start. And I'm often asking, uh, oh, you've often got good tips. What are you watching at the moment, Liam? Uh, I am watching a series called Outlaws, which was recommended to me by our boss, yeah. Flack, yeah. Uh, written and uh, directed by Stephen Just the Merchant. short synopsis, please. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Sorry for answering your question. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to run a clock over that and see how long it took her to say. That. That was, I reckon it's about 10 well, it seconds. It, no, less, I don't want to know who than. wrote it and directed it. I want to know the plot. <laughs> he was okay. getting to that. Okay, <laughs> I was getting to it, but I'll tell you the plot. So you've got seven people who have committed crimes, yeah. not serious crimes, and instead, is this okay? Tell me when this is going too long. <laughs> it's a bit faster. And, they, <laughs> and they've committed crimes, not serious crimes, and instead of going to prison, they do community service, yeah, no. and the seven of them mm. are in community service. But then they get into all manner of strife. Oh. <laughs> okay, you are not going to get the job that I'm about to tell you about. Okay. okay. It is to be an uh, expert with Prime Video. They pay you $40,000 for three months just to watch shows and then recommend right. and review it because they say, and it is true, that the best way to recommend a show is, oh, is by yeah. word of mouth, by somebody else I- recommending it. Hundred percent. I have finally crumbled, mm. uh, and I've started watching Yellowstone because I've had oh, about okay. a thousand people yeah. say to me, "It's yeah. the most amazing series. It's unbelievable. Mm. Can't yeah. wait for the new." Mm. And I've said, "Okay, that's it. I give in. I'm going to watch yeah. it." Well, I just stick to ones I know. The Crown and White Lotus are back on, and I, they're on my list. Anyway, so if yeah. you want to have a look at having that role, because it's very well paid, and make sure you can um, summarise shows quicker than Lemo. Oh, oh. Hey, do you want to hear more about no, Outlaws? Yeah. No, I, I actually uh, don't so want good. to watch Outlaws. So the lead guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it has been revealed that Justin Bieber used to live next door to Judge frickin' Judy. I <laughs> wouldn't. Push it if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can see her leaning over the fence. <laughs> She's a scary woman. And basically it was when he was uh, younger and he just got done. Remember, he I'd actually forgotten this, mm. which is good. He got he got done with the DUI at 19 years mm. old. Did he? Yeah. yeah right. And um, Judge Judy at the time said, being a celebrity is a gift. You can either treat it reverently or you could make a fool out of yourself. And he's doing a very good job of making a fool out of oh, himself. Oh, wow. I wouldn't push it if I were you. <laughs> so, she would be a terrifying neighbour. So apparently he used to pay the, the doorman, they must have lived in an apartment, to tell him when she was coming and going so he could right. avoid her at all costs. Oh, really? He's stuck in the lift with Judge right, Let's have some more Judge Judy. Love this. Yeah, How long have you been landlords? Uh, I've been a landlord for 30 years, Your Honor. Well, maybe you've been getting away with this kind of nonsense, but you're not going to get away with this kind of nonsense here. <laughs> oh, you can just imagine in the lift, you've got 15 floors to go. Just copping an earful from Judge Judy. Judge Judy. SAFM Breakfast. Catch up on the podcast, now on the listener app. Search L-I-S-T-N-R. S-A-F-M.